Divorce court is now in session. Good day, ladies and gentlemen. I'm here with Haley Enot and Alfred LaFleur. The two of you have been together for four years. You're living together. This case is designated as a dissolution of cohabitation, which means you're living together, but you would want to separate. But I really don't think that's what's going on here. Ms. Enot is here to get me to talk you into marrying her. That's what it is. <laughs> Thank that's you. exactly what's going on here. Isn't that right? Think? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, I, I read the paperwork. I know what's going on. You guys took a compatibility test, which was very interesting. I appreciated the fact that you're a writer, Mr. LaFleur, because usually Thank when guys you. take my compatibility test, they give me one-word answers and, you know... They, but yeah, you, I, do, but I just censored myself. So. Yes. I appreciated it. I appreciate it. Ms. Enid, I'm going to start with you. Why don't you tell me a little bit about your relationship and why you think he needs a nudge in the direction of the altar? Um, so we've been dating now four and a half years, and... You're 22, right? Yes, about okay. to be 23. Yes, 22. <laughs> oh, 22. 22. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, so I'm about to be 23, and we've been attending a couple of weddings in the past two years, and two years ago we attended a wedding, and I was a bridesmaid in it, and Al made the hint that he was... We were kind of after the wedding. He was saying that, you know, I can't wait for this day for us someday. So I was kind of thinking, since we moved out here two months after that, I was like, oh... Maybe that's going to be in our near future. And it hasn't happened after two years, and I just don't feel like he really wants that at all anymore. Mr. Delfour, why don't you respond to that? Is that something you see in your future? That so, she would be the woman for you? Of course. I, I, I've been, we've been together four years. Mm -hmm. um, I, I wouldn't still be with her if I didn't have intentions of marrying her. Like, marriage is a very important thing to me. Right. But I think there's bigger issues at bay than just hey, we should get married, and why have you popped the question? Okay. Explain what you believe the issues are. Well, to, to me, what's more important, the most important thing in a relationship is both people being happy doing what they do. And mm -hmm. a lot of happiness comes from a relationship and a happy marriage. Right. But that shouldn't be the only thing, is being codependent on your spouse. You should have mm -hmm. something that drives you that you're passionate about. Mm -hmm. And I think both people should be able to do what they're passionate about and support each other. It shouldn't just be about yeah, right. getting married. Getting married, no yeah. doubt about it. I have to give you a job, because I try to say that to people all the time. Nobody wants to listen to me. Why don't you tell me what concerns you have about the common goals and directions that you believe you haven't established, which gives you pause about marriage? All right, so look, so I, I absolutely love Haley to death. And we've been dating four years, like I said. You know, I've, I've never met a woman like her. I, I never will. And I, I recognize that. But the, the biggest thing to me is she's, she's always been very supportive of my writing career. Mm -hmm. She's been amazing. It's just sometimes I wonder if there's this voice in the back of her head that's like, if things don't work out, we'll just get a job and we'll have a big house and, you know, picket fence. And it's not like that, but that's in my mind who I am. And uh, I don't want that. Like, I, I want to chase a dream. Right. I want to yeah. write. He's concerned living. that if he ends up an impoverished writer... Right. ...you aren't going to be cool with it. Right. He's okay with being an impoverished writer. I'm being and, straight up. I'm telling her right he, now. Oh, absolutely. I'll, I'll do it to the day I die if I succeed or not. And he believes that you're not on board with that and, and is concerned that your marriage will die as a function of that. I don't agree with that at all. I've supported his writing even when we didn't live in Los Angeles, and now, like, I support it even here still. And I've shown that repeatedly that I support him for it. But 
at this point, it's just like, I feel like you always choose writing over me. I always come second. Like, we're always late everywhere because you have to write. And it's something as simple as like, no, you know these plans. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we have plans and then you just bail on them completely because you have to finish this note. And it's like, I get that. Like, you have these ideas, but it's always writing. Always writing. Like, I feel like we, we're not even a couple anymore because of it. Mr. LaFleur, do you, you care to respond to that? Yeah, I was just, I mean, this is like, this is a common thing that comes up. And I think in any relationship, but it's like, there's this communication breakdown. It's not that my writing is more important than her. It's that, like, I, I know what I'm passionate about. The only thing I spend my time doing in, in life, I bartend and I serve. I spend time and money on us doing things, which is awesome. We have great times. And then every other spare time that I have you goes into writing. That's it. I don't have a huge social life. I'm fine with that because I love to write. So... I feel guilty anytime I'm like really getting the groove of writing or if I'm trying to be, you know, like it takes a lot if you, if you don't come from Do you anything. understand the nature of the process of writing? It's not like the nine to five or, you know, the hours for a lawyer or a doctor where you can set them and be done at a certain time. Writers have to be able to, oh, sometimes they're in the groove when they're rolling and you can't, you know, Hemingway, you know, they can, oh, well, for whom the bell, well, and never get to toes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, he, I, had I to, he, he had to. He, <laughs> he read all of Meditation 17 before he got to that. So what I'm trying to say to you is, you understand that the nature of his profession cannot be constricted by time. Do you, do you understand that? Yeah, I get that. But it's been like four and a half years now that he's been writing on this book, and I feel like I give him enough time. But if he needs more time, he needs to express that instead of just sitting there and being like, when we're having a conversation, run over to his computer and start writing things. Like, that's, like, disrespectful in my sense, that he's not paying, like, when I'm speaking to you, then you're like, oh, like, how is your mind, like, on the book right now when you should be speaking to me? Like, oh, let me tell you how it happens. I'm no Hemingway, I'm no Maya Angelou, anything like that, but I've written a couple of books, and I've been in conversations with my husband. He said something, I'm like, yes! And I get up, I had a thought, and then I go, when you have a thought, because they, they don't stay long, especially when you're my age. You got to <laughs> grab it right when it's there, and you got to roll with it. Yeah. He gets that. I had, a, I had an idea. Sometimes in the middle of the night, I'm up, hey, right. and I'm not even really good at it. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm okay, but... If you don't write it, it's gone. You, you don't write it's it, gone. it's gone. Let me ask you a question, Ms. Enoch. Is there something in your environment that is encouraging the urgency you feel for the need to commit? Because you're only 22, and 22 is very, very young. I'm not asking him to, like, marry me, like, tomorrow. It can be in a couple years. I'm just asking for a commitment, like, whether it just be a ring or just something for you to, like, tell me that, like, you're still going to be there tomorrow or, like, in a couple weeks, like... I mean, we come from the Midwest, so I just feel like where I grew up, all my friends are getting married at this point. Like, my mom was married young. Like, her siblings were married young. Where are you young. from? I'm from Ohio. I'm from Ohio. <laughs> I'm from Ohio, too. Where, there we go. where in Ohio? Um, Canton. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm Columbus than, 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 oh, okay. than Cleveland. I, I, we must have been running with a different group of people. Um, <laughs> I got married at 29. And, uh, you know, they always call me a love curmudgeon. Because I don't believe in young love. I mean, I believe in young love, but young marriage is usually a scary thing. The person that I was at 22, ooh, you know what I mean? And do you have a game plan other than being with him? What does your future look like 
heaven forbid, this handsome dude gets run over by a bus, he's gone. Well, What's your game plan? I'm in grad school right now, like just started um, mm -hmm. for counseling, and that's like my career is what I love. Like I moved out here because I was a criminal justice major and mm -hmm. wanted to go straight into that, and then I kind of changed it to, that I wanted to go to grad school and change it to counseling. So like that's like my whole that, life that's is your, dedicated so, to that. So you're yeah. focused on something. You yeah, have something. Completely. A are you prepared to be the primary breadwinner in in this relationship? I feel like that's how it's going to be. Yeah. And you cool with that? I mean, like, I thought, like, he would contribute at least something. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that... The, the, the way I see it is, like, it's 50-50. It's if I can give more, I will. Like, I'm not just going to be... Uh, be a bum. At, right I'm not going to be a bum sitting at home, right? You know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm still working right now and writing and networking and taking classes, doing everything I can to write. My, my, my biggest issue with this is it's, like... And I'm not saying, like, the sanctity of marriage is a beautiful thing, but, like... Why, why, I don't understand why that's the only thing driving her. And then I'm, I'm honestly, I'm afraid. I'm afraid, like, if I pose tomorrow and I'm like, hey, let's get married, that then you're going to change because now you kind of have this power of me and you're going to change and be like, uh, and then it's going to slowly over time be like, hey, you know, you, how about doing something realistic? I, I, what did you, what I did you say wanna... about I think he's changed in that aspect because I think if you would have asked him two years ago, that's what he was all about, was getting married and all that stuff then. And then now it's kind of different. I've never like, been about that. What, but, what, like, how, two years ago, you would have been, like, saying... I love you now just as much as I always have. But, but I've, I've always said, like, I, I you know, I don't understand. I'm not questioning that. I'm just saying, like... I just, I'm questioning the commitment from it. Like, yeah, you love me, but, like, I really don't think that there's going to be ever a commitment from you. Like, I've been you four like, years. We live together. We have a How, long, how long, long have you been living together? How long Two have you years. been living together? Two years. Two years. And you believe that there's a change in that commitment push at that two-year mark? I don't think that. I just think, like, there's, like, things that he does that just show me, like, he has problems with commitment. And it's just, like, at this point... Name like, a few of them. Okay, so he's never on time. Like, we're never on time anywhere. He's never on time, like, for anything. Like, he can't even get himself up in the morning. Like, yeah, I have to be the one who wakes him up. Like, I'm his wake-up call mm -hmm. every day. Like, if he didn't have me, like, he would be late everywhere. Like, I'm surprised you're here this morning. <laughs> like, that's, like, what I'm saying. Like... I don't know the low blow is necessary. What does that got to do with yeah. his inability to com to commit? Like, he can't even commit to a certain time, for instance. And, like, mm. you know, it's just, like, if you can't commit to time, like, I get it, like, not everyone's on time everywhere, but, like, if it's every single time, it just, like, gets frustrating over time, like, always being late. And then it's like, oh, where's Al today? Like, oh, I don't know, he's supposed to be here, and he's not. That's a personality quirk. That's not yeah. commitment-phobic. What like... else has changed? Give me something else that makes me think that his idea about your commitment has changed. And I'm going to give you a moment to think about it, because I want it to be a good one. <laughs> what changed that made you think now... He is commitment-phobic. It's just, like, I feel like at this wedding, he was just so gun ho about it. And just, I felt like at that point, like, he was like, oh, let's, you know, like, he's like, I want to get married to you, you know, like, not, like, in the next year. But, like, I just always had this idea that it would be, like, just something as soon as just popping the question. And, like, we'd taken, like, trips where, like, I felt like he was going to, and then just, like, nothing happened. And, I mean, we took a trip, like, six months ago, and I feel like it's been awkward ever since. Oh, you, you guys went on a trip, and you thought he was going to pop the question during yeah. the trip? Was he dropping hints or something? Kind of, yeah. Like, for, before then, yeah, we went to a wedding in December, and, like... Now, you're, I, not, you're not dangling, are you? You're not I'm, teasing I'm, us. I'm not dangling. I'm not. Like, you I know, feel like you not, not, you, not necessarily on purpose, but are there things that you're doing that could be misinterpreted to a, a wedding-hungry woman <laughs> that I'm you're sure. about to make that move? Think about it. 
I'm a passionate person. Like, I'm, I'm a hopeless romantic. She knows that about me. But, like, I, I feel like I've always made clear that we... I mean, she's 22. That's my big... I've said this to her before, and last year I've been like, you love me, I love you, but above and beyond me, who knows who she's going to be in two years or three years? Like, I, I changed a lot from 22 to 27. And I know women generally mature more than guys do, but I consider myself a fairly mature person for a 27-year-old. I think she's going to continue to change, like, mm. mature into the woman that she's going to become. And, and, and we all do, you know? So I, I don't know. It just, it's early. Let me tell you, you know? the scary... And I, I want to Let say me that tell you the it. scariest thing I saw on the compatibility tests. Well, well, no. First, I'm going to start with the most beautiful thing. Okay. You said on your compatibility test, I know why you love it. <laughs> this is what I will give my intended spouse. And he said... An adventurous, unpredictable, fun, loving partnership that will last a lifetime. Mm. The guys use right, my love and all my support. <laughs> and, and, and that's all you get. Then I asked the question, do you think a man should be the head of the household? And my man over here said, a partnership should be a partnership. This is not 1950. <laughs> Got deep with it. I see. The thing that scared me for you, Ms. Enot, is I asked you if you could change one thing about your intended, what would it be? Do you remember what you said? There was, like, a couple things, yeah. You said, I would change his opinion on not wanting to live a simple married life. Ugh. Here's the concern that I often have for women. They think they have a plan for their life. They find a dude that they love and want to be a part of that plan. And if his direction, his want, his purposefulness is not the same as yours, you think you can fix him and redirect him later. And I think that's what gives me concern and gives me pause. And it might be what's giving Mr. LaFleur pause. I think he sees what it is you really want, and I'm not sure he's altogether sure he can give it to you. Do you understand what yeah. I'm saying? I always recommend to young women, don't, don't move in with a dude. I don't believe in it. He's all excited to get you, to get you, to get you. You move in together, now nah, you don't see so much of a commitment. You live your life, you take care of your business, you grow, you become self-assured and centered, and, and he's the, well, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ms. Ina, did anything I say make sense to you? Yeah, I, I get where you're coming from. I guess it's just like, I feel like that too. But at this point, like, we do live together. So I just feel like the next step is getting married. And, like, mm -hmm. I feel like I'm ready for that in my life. And If you were my daughter, this is what I would do. Drive up to your house with a U-Haul. <laughs> get your stuff, put it in the U-Haul. I paid your first six months' rent someplace else and allow you to live fully, deeply on your own and not have him so much as a focus. I think he's going to come along with it. I think he's going to come over and, and, and marry you when you're Are ready. You... But I don't think you're ready. Okay. And I think you're becoming too invested in getting that done right I'm now. Do you understand what I'm saying? saying anything negative about you. I don't think you're using her. I don't think you're abusing her. I don't think you're leading her on or any of that. 
But if you want her to be that mature, grown woman that truly can commit to the kind of lifestyle that you want and do it happily... And because she wants it. And because she wants it. Not because she wants it. She's got to grow on her own. And she's got to be on her own. And she's got to make marrying you less central to her life. A man is not a plan. Yeah. He's a perk. But he's, he's a perk, but he's not a plan. I'm sorry I'm, I made you cry. No, I feel no, bad about that. But, but I think I'm giving you good advice, and I think I'm go- you're going to get what you want when it's time for you to get it, but it just isn't the time right now. All right? Good luck to both of you. This matter is adjourned. Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of speechless, and I know just seeing her break down and cry like that is not a... Is not a good feeling for me. Um, I just wanted to be happy, and I guess if that's what will ultimately make her happy, that's what I want. I like that he's not really ready for this at all, and like that really his main focus is his book. And I get that, like, go full for your dreams, but like I'm also doing the same thing. I was just kind of expecting us to kind of go for our dreams together and not kind of like separately.